Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> was, How's it going, James? Hey, I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> How's it going, man? It's going well, James Johnson. Is this your is this your first Skype experience? This this is my first Skype experience. And can you hold on one second? I gotta get my dog out here. She's barking. She's thinking yeah, sure. I'm actually talking to you. Yeah. Hey, come here. <laughs> Shay. It's all right. Say hi, Shay. Shay, who's here? <laughs> all right, Shay. Shay's saying hi to you. <laughs> Shay. Shay, come here. Shay wants to be on the show. Yeah, Shay's excited. She hasn't heard from you in a while. I know. Hi, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> She's looking. All right, I think she figured it out. Nice. So anyway, how's everything going with you? Things are good. Um, yeah. I am. Uh, I'm going to Texas tomorrow. No way. Yeah, for, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, going for business and a little bit of business, mostly just fun. Yeah, you gonna yeah. blade it all? No, I'm not bringing the blades. Really? Where, what part be, of Texas? Uh, Austin. Mm. Yeah, I'm going for South by Southwest. Oh, uh, I see. Big, uh, big interactive and music festival. Just a big, be, big party. Yeah, it should be pretty wild. I'm, I'm excited. Right on. Yeah. So, how are you? What's going on with uh, Revolution Skate Shop? Man, uh, same. Uh, same stuff, man. Trucking along. Nice. Awesome. I heard, I heard you guys. You, the the shop closed down. Yeah. Well, that was a tough, tough decision. There's a lot of kind of life changes happening. Like with, it was funny. We actually, um, a lot of it was like Gretchen getting pregnant, which we're completely excited about. But um, we made the decision actually is when the Strange Creatures guys were staying with me. Yep. So I had all these guys in town out here filming, and then I remember like one morning Gretchen came up to the uh, to the bedroom, and everyone like you know Brasco, the bra- everyone's downstairs having breakfast, and she comes in, she's like, uh, "I'm pregnant." I'm just like, "Whoa," you know, like dropped it on me. Whoa, and yeah. That kind of like started us thinking. Um, you know, our lease was up at the shop. And we wanted to make some changes. And with her, like, um, like we have to have someone, like, take care of Elias, like, during the day. So we made the decision to not renew our lease and, and get out of there. It was really hard because we had been there for six years and yeah. a, lot of, a lot of memories through the shop. And it was really amazing. But at the same time, we felt like, like getting that news was, like... Um, kind of like a sign that we just needed to, to change, you know, and the way, the way our industry is going with blading, how in the economy and how small blading is, like we needed to make some cutbacks to try to save some money and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Because you are still uh, running the shop. You're, you're running it online. Yeah. Yeah. Everything uh, went back to like focused all our sales are going through the website for right now. Yeah. Um, eventually, like, I think once Elias gets a little bit older and things get more steady, um, we have some pretty cool ideas that we hope will take place. So, cool. But for now, like, I'm basically Mr. Mom and heading out and packaging orders. Yeah, back to the, the good old days. 
yeah man back back when <laughs> we first started so yeah tell me about that i know that you started in alaska correct yeah 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 that was um wow that was almost 10 years ago now we started it was um yeah idea like i've been skating for years and years and kind of wanted to do something um more and be involved in the industry somehow and um I've kind of explained this story to a lot of people, but Kato from Remedies was a huge kind of influence and like motivation for us. It really Kato, opened. how so? Yeah, Kato, for sure. Like he, um, like back in the day with him, like hand making blades out of like a room, you know, in San Diego, like doing it just like super core. And, you know, we, I, I'd call him up to buy, buy skates from him. And I thought it was so awesome, you know, that, like he was, he was hand making it for you and getting it out. Like he, crazy, crazy stories. You have to yeah. get. Yeah. So to you get a, you actually these. ordered you ordered one of those original pairs of rims. Yeah, yeah. I was one of the crew that you know did the the foot drawing. Like you had to trace your wow. foot and send it to him. So yeah. he has a he actually has a pretty impressive list of names of people that have done that. Yeah, so. Joey's on that list. Joey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ordered one of the original pairs. Yeah, so there's and a he, lot. And he got them, and he's like, these are just way too tight. And Kato was like, no, man, those are perfect. Just uh, just yeah. wear them in. And and, yeah. and he was the the wise old man that knew knew yeah. what he was doing. And then Joey, like, followed his advice and ended up, it was, like, his best pair of skates that he ever had. Oh, yeah, so amazing, man, for sure. That changed a lot of things for blading in my eyes. Yeah. But, um, so anyway, then how did he? Yeah, he, he was a motivation. He, I'd call him up to order skates, and I'd always been like bouncing ideas off like you know it'd be really cool to open a shop and this and that and and i remember one conversation he just like stopped me and said you know what he's like you gotta just go for it like enough like talking about it you gotta do it wow. yeah that was like it was funny because that was like the the most like direct like advice you know that we've gotten and it was like really what pushed us to start you know but wow so like how old were you at that time oh man that was wow that was when i was 20 wow 23 yeah 23 so like what what were you doing before you started the skate Uh, man working uh in the seafood industry like (laughs) well it was i unload crab boats yeah a a seafood company and it was it's more or less like pretty pretty intense work you know rain snow whatever a boat came in with crab i had to go down and load it and it was basically me and my buddy and like a boat would come in with like one of the bigger boats was like twenty five thousand pounds of crab you know and i was the only guy down there unloading it wow it was like backbreaking work but like that was kind of like motivation in my head like being down there like doing all that work like made me like really want to go after something that I really wanted to do. That was definitely in rollerblading for sure. Wow. So then how, like what were your first steps that you took to, you said, Uh, okay, I want to start this shop. Yeah. What did you do at that time? Oh, well, like obviously like funds, like it was actually really cool. I was talking to Gresham about this the other day. Like we would, like I spent a year just planning before we even opened, you know, and like we had this, kind of Gretchen, I had this like ritual, like every Saturday morning, we'd go to breakfast at the same spot. I'd bring my little notebook and we'd brainstorm ideas, you know, and we did that for a year straight. 
Wow. And I put away money, you know, to be able to bring in skate lines. And um, it was pretty, like, looking for, I haven't talked about this in a while. Looking back at it, it's it was pretty, pretty surreal, you could say. It was, it was awesome. But, yeah, did it, saved up, and then, like, kind of um, just went for it. Like, doing our website, like, I pretty much taught myself how to, you know, use Photoshop, like, design websites. <laughs> Shay's like, Shay. He's like, I taught you that, dude. I taught you how to do Photoshop. Give me my credit. Yeah. Well, Shay, she actually, she's, she loves it. Like, her, she got to be around a ton of skaters, you know, like, being at the shop, and, like, everyone loves her, you know, like, all the, uh, like straight jacket guys were here filming for a pariah, you know? Yeah. And they always come by the house to say what's up and whatnot. And like, they always make a point of it. You know, like farmer loves dogs and Bellino loves Shay. So everyone has to come see Shay. So, of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're off topic here against Shay. But, um, yeah, starting out was pretty, pretty awesome. I ask you, do you still have that notebook? Oh man. I wish I did. I yeah. bet you some of those ideas now, look, looking at it, were probably just like nuts because like <laughs> everything's like everything's always changing. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just went for it and you know, like started off online and you know, always kind of kept our same vision since the start. Like we always wanted to kind of like build a stronger industry and, and build, you know, build rollerblading. You know, make it bigger. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that. I mean, Revolution Skate Shop really has become much more than just a shop. I mean, you put out you you put out all these 90 second edits with yeah. a lot of the biggest names in rollerblading. Um, yeah. A lot of the like the top pros come and stay with you and Gretch and and skate in Arizona and film. And uh, you guys have really built like a, a really strong community out in Arizona. Like if if anyone listening has never been to Arizona, it's really incredible. It's a really awesome scene. Um, you guys are obviously spoiled with amazing spots, but there's there's so many skaters and people just constantly coming out. Like, was yeah. that something that you really wanted to do from the beginning, or just, no? That just kind of happened. Like we we had the shop and like we you know did this and that. And then people started just coming through because like a lot of people have never seen like a hundred percent like rollerblade shop, you know. And then um, it's it's kind of like you know word would spread and people come to az and of course like we want to you know show everyone a good time and be really welcoming you know and come out and skate um but yeah it's been pretty pretty amazing with all the, the amount of people that have come through az and like our scene too like man it's it's definitely like a blessing to see like when you have thursday night skate you see like all these kids and everyone is is real supportive of each other and like the vibes always like really sick. Yeah. So. What's uh? So you started in Alaska. Like, what made you want to go out to Arizona? Um, like that was, yeah, that was um. Well, we had a let's see, we had Daily Bread like wanted to come up to Alaska to do a feature on us. Um, and then we started talking with them, and then kind of around that same time, they wanted to come do a profile on us. We, Gush and I, we just talked about well what if we moved you know down south and like really built a scene around the shop instead of just kind of doing online and you know and it's it's uh 
we try to brainstorm places. At the time, California was obviously like super like really busy. Like that was when everyone was trying to get us San Diego and 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 whatnot. So we wanted to go, kind of go somewhere new. And um, we knew Arizona had a really good skate scene, just obviously with what Dustin's done here and Kevin Gillen and all those guys um, that made it AZ kind of put AZ on the map, really. Yeah. And um, we actually approached Dustin about coming up to Alaska with the Daily Bread crew, and he was down. And we actually brought him and his, his um, actually saw ex-wife Simone up there, and she was pregnant with his son Life at the time. But they came up. Is that, got, there was an article in an old article in Daily Bread. Was that the same time? Yeah. yeah and he uh, when he won that contest, like a, he won a street contest. Uh, no, that was, that was a, a killer be killed. He came up. Okay. He came up just after that. That. Um, that article but he came up here and we talked to him more about the az scene and um you know we really made the choice then to to go for it and move to up and move and come down to az you know it sounded amazing obviously like seeing all the footage of arizona like looked amazing and you can't be you know year-round sunshine so wow so you uh you moved into the into the shop that you just left Right when you moved uh, to Arizona? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We moved, like, got down here. And, and it was funny because I was so busy working. Like, we had three days of, uh, like, driving to get down here. And, like, I was so busy, like, packaging orders and getting caught up. And Gretchen, <laughs> I kind of, like, set Gretchen out. Her and actually Derek French went out and to find locations. And it was in August, too, when we moved. So it was pretty hot. And um, <laughs> it was – I was – trying to just get used to everything and i sent them out i was like just please find a spot and if you like it let's get it you know and it was actually gretchen yeah they picked out that location and she called me i remember she called me she's like i really like it and i said you know if you like it let's do it (laughs) so nice yeah that's amazing i've uh i've noticed that like over the last maybe year or so uh, you yourself have started uh, skating more like publicly, like you've put out different edits and. Um, well, what like what has prompted that uh, that, that like being sh- more public with your own skating? Um, well, it kind of started off as the uh, like when we started the ninety seconds that series. Um, like I was that was that's a whole another topic to talk about, but. Um, I was basically like during all the filming and whatnot, I'd be out skating with everybody, you know, and obviously if you're out doing something, you know, John's there filming, like you get a clip here and there. Then, you know, after like halfway through the nineties, John was like, dude, like you got some pretty good footage, you know, and we kind of looked at it and put it on a timeline. And John's like, dude, this, we should kind of go for it, you know? And that's when I really kind of started, um, like focusing on that and, and skating a bunch, but um, yeah, I'm pretty happy with how it turned out. And yeah, like, you're really good. <laughs> <laughs> I thank you, Todd. <laughs> it's, uh, no, it's it's fun. I mean, skating's like just my passion. Like I love it. Yeah. And it's like like everyone else. Like it's a way to push yourself, you know, and like better yourself. And it's like that addiction, you know, you always want to go out and, and like find like new spots and like, you know, be creative, you know. And I feel yeah. like too, I got to do it like while I can. 
for yeah. sure. I mean, and you're you're capable. It was really exciting because, I, like, you hear about a lot of uh, shop owners. Um, of course, they say, "Yeah, I skate," and but when you when you haven't seen much from them, you kind yeah. of have this automatic assumption that, oh, they run a shop, and and I've never seen any footage. They're they're not really that good. Sure. So like it's it's such a good setup to to I'm sure a lot of people had that mentality like maybe going into watching that 90 second edit and sure. then it's just like really really top notch skating like you're really good on the skates you do like pretty big stuff you're ballsy and uh <laughs> it it's it's great to have that uh that element of surprise yeah. like going into it like if you don't really expect it it sure. just it obviously it, it means a lot more so mad props to you uh, thank you, man. Appreciate that. So, so you're, it's all fun. You, yeah, yeah. Are you still skating hard? Yeah, absolutely. It's like um, almost like we have. I had Elias. Like that really kind of, um, kind of focused, like my motivation to like be the best person I could be, skating or not, you know. And but yeah, it's uh. He's a whole new motivation in my life for sure. You know what I, I was telling Carly the other day? I said to her, James, because I, I know you, I came, me and Carly came and hung out with you for a week out in Arizona. Uh-huh. And I said, James has always been a dad. Like even, like, even before you actually produced a person, uh-huh. <laughs> you, like your per- personality-wise, you, you seem you're just very – friendly very nice very calm very mature sure. um you you've always you've always been a dad yeah so that must like it must come pretty naturally to you yeah it's i mean i, I had really really good parents and like you know gretchen's parents are also amazing so like we are kind of like surrounded by really good people you know and um yeah it's it's been a blessing for sure having having a family and you know sharing that on that level. It, another funny story, Kato too, man. He's <laughs> he's been for years. He's been telling me like you gotta have kids, you gotta have kids. <laughs> I was like, I remember like I, I kept telling him like, man, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm ready. He's like, no, you gotta just do it. He's like, it's all gonna work out. But it's yeah. funny, like that's that's actually really true. Like everything like falls into place you know it's everything's kind of meant it all it's all meant to work out you know when you have a, when you have a, a kid so it's it's a blessing for sure yeah how is that how has that changed like your outlook on life having a having a baby yeah it's changed everything like it's not about me anymore it's it's about it's, it's about him and like giving him the best life possible you know you don't put yourself you know you become selfless you know but it's you, you see things through his eyes now too so you have this whole new perspective on the world yeah you know where you're more caring you're more cautious too you're more cautious of things but it's uh yeah couldn't couldn't ask for any more oh that's so exciting congratulations no, thank you. I really want to come out and and meet the little man. <laughs> yeah, he has a ton of uncles. Let me tell you. Yeah, I bet. A lot of people <laughs> after him. So. That's amazing. So, uh, you've also been like I've seen you doing like all these really crazy wooden art, uh, like masks. 
yeah uh, like native style carvings and stuff like these are incredible uh, um thanks. like how long have you been doing this oh that's um actually actually hasn't been that long it's only been a year and a half but i uh just stuff with the shop like it's if anyone that's involved with our industry knows how on the industry side of things how stressful it gets you know and like that kind of like just happened naturally. I needed something to just take my mind off of, off of the industry and, and the business side of stuff. And coming out and carving, like just totally, you know, you don't think about anything else, and you just you can look down and look up, and it's been you know four hours, which is awesome. Yeah. But, uh, it started off. I'm actually I'm Clinkett Indian from Southeast Alaska, and so. Uh, the carving kind of keeps me in touch with my culture and it keeps my culture alive. Yeah. So that's, that's like a motivation to you for it, but it's, it's been great. I actually did my first art show in uh, this last, let's see, when was that in August up, wow. in, up in Sedona. So that was, I had no idea really what to expect, but I got to go up there and kind of show my work to other people. And that was, that was pretty cool for sure cool how did that come about um there's a let's see um the, we kind of like gretchen kind of started pushing me she's like you should do one of these you know there's a ton of like native art shows that go on in the southwest and gretchen kind of was kind of pushing me to to do one because i had done a number of pieces you know and um she kind of picked out one and it was in Sedona, which is a beautiful place as it is, and they have just amazing artwork up there. And so we contacted the the event organizer, and at the time, like I just sent him like a few pictures of my work, and he wrote me back and said, "Yeah, we'd love to have you." But at the time, I didn't know it was a juried art show, and they like only let like X amount of artists in to the show. And so the fact that I was even involved was pretty pretty awesome. Cool. But being there, I was funny. I was like the new guy at the at the event. You know what I mean? Like yeah. these guys are all been doing artwork for like twenty years plus. You know, and I'm like the rookie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone was really cool. They're really supportive, and they actually really dug what I was doing. No one, no one really works with um, kind of Northwest art down here, so it's pretty unique. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I always I always say that I think the more things that you can dive into and like the more art styles and activities and, and different, you know, outlets you can find, the better off you're going to be and and the more things you do it 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 uh positively impacts everything else that you do. Yeah. So it's it's awesome to see see you doing some artwork. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this past year too. Like, I've kind of, it's actually, it's, it's been like you obviously know Matthew Ledoux, and he's become like we flew him out here to do a ninety second edit, and um, yeah. I had I only met him one time before that, and that was at a bitter cold uh, a few years ago. That was back when like he did put out these edits, and no one really even knew who he was, or you know they just would see this guy doing these insane tricks and so jenkins and i were like oh we gotta do a 90 with him we hit him up and he was down so he came out to az and we got to really get to know him and like 
meeting Matthew, like that was seriously like probably one of like the kind of pivotal moments in my life. You could say like his, his outlook on, on life is so, so like amazing and, and, and pure, you could say. And so that really changed like my mental approach to like a lot of things and my outlook on a lot of things where you look at, look at everything more simple and you look at it from like a positive light. So it seems, he seems like a very positive person. I actually just watched his uh, interview that you did with him on the spot just today for the first time. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. And I met, I met him briefly. I've actually skated with him in Vancouver and uh, he really, he, he has, he's very physically intelligent. Like mm-hmm. he'll really, he'll watch the way you're, you're doing things. And he, he really is kind of like a coach. Like he can tell you like, no, okay, you need to tilt your head a little bit more this way or like grab the thing <laughs> like with your right hand. Like he's very intelligent when it comes to like physical movement. Yeah. And he's very, he's very intelligent like all around, but yeah, he's definitely is like super positive and I- I can't see him coaching you though, Todd. Oh, I'm, he I'm, coached me. No, Maladu can do some coaching on me, man. You're uncoachable. <laughs> no, I love to be coached. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen yourself skate, Todd? Do you know what you're doing? Actually, you probably do know what you're doing. Yeah, no one, it's, it's no pretty one incredible. Else, but we all love to watch it for sure. Yeah. So. Well, um, um, I've got a brain fart. I when Sorry. people uh when people um compliment me, it it throws me out of whack. Yeah, it does, right? You did that to me and it threw me off too. It totally does throw you out of whack <laughs> because like you 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 instantly become more self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> I can flip it around on you now. Yeah. What did you do to me, man? <laughs> um yeah, anything else you want to speak about? Yeah, lots of things. I know everyone down in AZ has always asked me when you're coming back. Oh, I'd love to come back. Yeah, the next time I come, I want to come when it's not so hot. Uh, well, I mean, it's... It was pretty hard to skate, like, in August. Man, well, <laughs> this last... It's crazy, this last year, because we are doing the 90s stuff, like, we um, never took a break. Like, usually, like, we'll, like, just, like, May through September, like, we'll just all do night, like, night skating, basically. Yeah, and like this year, like because we're filming so much, we didn't want to have just a bunch of night generator shots. So we just we still went out like like usual, like during the day. Like a lot of my ninety stuff was like one hundred and ten. Holy shit! I love it. I always do love it when people are really sweaty when they're when uh, they're being filmed. Yeah, it makes it look like they're like they've been there battling. Which actually feel it. Yeah, you could feel it for sure. I think that makes a lot makes the footage look cooler too. Oh, for sure. I also love when – are you still rocking long hair? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, that's a whole other story. Like, It I, makes a huge difference when people have long hair. <laughs> it accentuates their movements, man. Well, it's like you know wings. The reason, like, for, like, me growing my hair out, like, uh, when the economy went downhill and, like, every, the, our industry started taking a dive, like, I told myself I wasn't going to cut my hair until things got back up again. <laughs> it's been over like over three years for sure wow yeah. so i know that the the economy got hit really hard in arizona we were we were actually looking at some houses 
we were, Carly and I were thinking about moving up. Oh yes. Yeah. There's some really cheap housing. Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy. The housing market in AZ is so bad. And I mean, if you, if you're able to buy, like purchase a home right now, you could get something insane for super cheap. Yeah. But then again, like the way, the way things are here, like job wise and whatnot, like everyone's just trying to live, you know, like crazy. that's also, it's what, this hurt our industry you know like all these skaters like they're just trying to like hold a job and pay their bills like it's hard wow. for them to to you know drop 300 dollars on a pair of blades you know yeah. every every few months you know so we kind of that yeah why is it so bad in arizona because we're, we i don't know we don't feel it like that bad up here in Canada it seems like kind of business as usual. Yeah. Like it doesn't feel like we're in any kind of slump economically. So why <laughs> yeah. is it so bad in in? Yeah, it's got free healthcare and you know all kinds of bonus stuff. So that's true. Well, yeah, love the free healthcare. No, I mean it's it's kind of, it's like that everywhere down here. Like a lot of people that we talk to, you know, like you know, parents are losing their jobs and you know, trying to just pay a mortgage and this and that. So it's, it's not, it's, it's difficult, you know, and I don't think it's, in my opinion, like, even when it does come back up, I think people have been through this tough time, like it's, they're not going to be spending like they were before. Definitely. So they'll be a a little bit tighter saving their pennies. Yeah, exactly. So Uh, you think it's, it's like that, like, all over the states, or is Arizona worse than? No, no, yeah, it's like that. Probably in the majority of the places, for sure. Jeez. People-wise, and also like skaters, skating-wise, industry-wise, like things, things aren't as kind of happy as as it seems. You could say like it's behind behind the curtains. Like it's not. It's yeah. Not... But it does kind of seem like there's more. I mean, there, it kind of seems like there's more rollerbladers. Is yeah. that well? Is that true or no? Well, I mean, it's there's pockets of areas that there's like skaters, but um, like skating wise, like money or not, like kids are still gonna skate. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've seen, we've seen it. Like kids will rock the hand me downs for you know, two years. You know, what I mean, Just skates are beat beat the crap, but they're still out there doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so like the passion side of it, like that's never gonna slow down. But um I mean we just again like the problem with our industry is like we don't have that exposure to the younger kids. Like the average ten year old kid doesn't even know like blading exists, you know? And like there's only a handful of people that are actually putting it out there. So it's it's tough. We just actually I'm psyched. We just did a demo on Saturday for a youth group in Chandler. Oh really? Yeah, I had no idea what to expect. This a, a lady hit me up and said, you know, we're gonna be cleaning up this skate park. You know, we're a youth group. Do you mind coming out and skating as nice. we clean it up so we could watch? I figured, you know, maybe like ten, fifteen kids, you know, and we rolled up to the park and there's 150 people there. Like, wow, these kids like you couldn't even barely see inside the park. They're lying along the fence, and it was funny because I grabbed like a handful of like our local kids and brought them there <laughs> and i don't think they knew what they're getting into but yeah it's so so pretty cool though when you could put blading out there to like on that big a scale it's pretty pretty awesome wow now that's, that's what we need you know we need need more people we need more people to know what we're doing you know we need more people to put 
put on skates. For sure. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that there's so much there's so much media being produced in rollerblading. Yeah. And you would think that all of that media being produced and so much great skating being put out, you would think that that the exposure would be there. Yeah. But it but but, but it's, it, not. it's still not. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean the media wise like quality wise like people like that are presenting skating like it's it's pretty pretty unreal like we're we're basically working with with like no budget and we're out there doing it for no money but um we're putting out pretty amazing you know skate edits and footage you know and yeah i wish i wish things would change i i I really want to see like like this generation of skaters, the ones that are really busting their ass, I really want to see them like get something out of it. Yeah, you know, and then the, the future generations too. I want them to see like they could have a future in rollerblading. You know, and that's what yeah. that's why we work so hard right now. That's like what our what we need to change for sure. Well, you you hang out with a lot of pros. Um, you talk to you know the people at the top. What is the what is the like a a career in rollerblading like is that because uh, we obviously know that rollerbladers don't make a lot of money is mm-hmm. that changing at all or are are salaries increasing or are they <laughs> decreasing or are they staying the same like from yeah. your perspective like mm-hmm. how are how are rollerbladers doing uh it's all relative you know what i mean it's it's all relative like a, you have to a company has to sell a ton of skates in order to pay, you know, these pro riders the money. Yeah. If it's all it's all relative to to what sales are. So yeah. like, okay, Alex Broskow, he, he he's at the top. He's got pro skates and they sell pretty well. Um his products probably sell as well as anybody else's. Sure. So that is that guy he uh, wears he wears some gold chains. Like you see him with some bling, right? No, no, no. He's like Alex is. I, I don't want to like put him on the spot or anything, but he's he's really a smart person. Like when it comes to like the way he he lives, he isn't. He's not one of those guys that like lives like in a ton of luxury. You know, he likes to keep things simple. You know what I mean? And like he's, of course, he's Alex. You know, he's at the forefront of blading right now. Like he's he's the one. He's the one at the at the at the at the top, you know, killing it. Like everyone, everyone looks forward to seeing him skate. Everyone wishes he could, they could maybe do a couple of the tricks that he does. But yeah, yeah, you got so, him, man. He's he's he deserves everything he's received for sure. He must be making some decent money. I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> you imagine. Well, it's, I mean, why? It's, I I mean, it, I know it, it's kind of weird to talk money. Um, it's always a rude question. Wh- how much money do you make? Do you know how much money Alex Broskow makes? No, no, no. no idea. Do no, you know how much money? Like, uh, do people talk about that? I guess people don't really. Um, it's more talk like, about, hey, yeah, how much money it's do you make? More like intimate, like discussions with people, you know. But I don't want to put anyone on the spot. But yeah, I understand. It, it's it's more it it's more heartbreaking because a lot of them are our friends and we see like the reality of, of what's at stake. Um, 
with these guys that are putting like everything on the line, putting their bodies on the line, putting like everything out there and for them not to, not to be making any kind of money to live off of. It's it's it's, crazy. Sorry, go on. Yeah, you can't, and I was going to say, you can't blame it on the company. Like they, you can't say, oh, the company's screwing me. It's no, no, not the, at all. The, com- the company's not making enough money at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, I want to see that change in like the bottom line that goes all the way back down to we need more kids. You know, yeah. and, and that's that should be our industry's focus. And unfortunately, like right now, it's not. Everyone's just trying to survive. Exactly. Um, I had another brain fart, but it, it's um, I I I I've always thought that just because there's more money in the sport, I don't think uh, the skating is going to improve. It's crazy to me that the people, these Alex Broskows and Chris Haffies, they're getting they're not getting paid much, but I, I but their skating is so incredible. I just don't think paying them more is going to raise the bar skating wise. My no. My desire for skating to grow has always come from, like, because I'm not involved with the industry, I don't really, it doesn't really matter to me. The activity is always going to be the same. But for me, the big thing is that I think if we could get more money into the sport, then we could put more money into the research and development of our technology. Like, we could make way better skates if the skate companies were making a lot more money, if they could hire people that work at NASA to design their boots or they could hire like some of the great scientists in the world, like, you know, to research like crazy light and solid and flexible materials and really think about the, the design of skates. Um, So for me, yeah, that's, I, I would love to see skating get really, really big just, just for that reason. Oh yeah. No, that's, that's definitely like a added bonus for sure. Like the, I mean, the level of skating, like you said, is, is through the roof. Like, it's unreal what people are doing these days. And, like, the up-and-coming generation, too, is so good. Like, all these young kids that are coming into it, like, they, like they're getting really good quick. You know, like, all our, a lot of our friends that come through AZ, like the Honey Bake guys and, you know, like, Nick Labar and, like, for example, like, Pariah, like, Nick Labar and, and Dylan, like, had the opening section. Like, those guys are on it right now. And, like, there's a whole generation of those kids out there, and they're all killing it. And I just want to see that they have could have a future, you know, that they could, could dedicate their life to blading like they do and actually get something out of it. I think a lot of our, like, older pros, the reason there's so much kind of stirred up animosity is is because they see like an end is coming their bodies aren't their bodies can't take can't take blading and they kind of see it coming and and you know they put kind of all their eggs in one basket yeah for skating you know and and that that's kind of it's a really scary reality to face yeah and it seems like it's possible that they've pushed themselves in a time when the numbers of kids seeing them are are quite limited. Yeah. Whereas if if Alex Broskow would have done all the tricks and done all the skating that he's doing now, maybe if he did it 20 years from now, he would generate enough fame to live off of for the rest of his life. Yeah, I mean, but at this point in time, it's it might not be like that. Yeah, I mean, I've had this talk with a lot of people. Like, if you 
like everything in our in blading is is perfect the images looks really good like skaters look really good everyone has pretty solid images the companies are, are cool everything's there it's just we don't have the numbers and we no one's given us this more or less um exposure to the mainstream like if you take you know take stockwell and take Haffy and frankie and all those guys and put them on a a big like x game street course like they're gonna kill it and like overnight kids are gonna say i want to do that you know but yeah the stigmatism with blading is is so bad that you know no one wants to give us that shot you know and i mean bless like all the people that are are fighting for it you know what i mean like daniel kinney's you know he's trying to do what he can to to get it out there you know and everyone else that's that still believes that could happen like i yeah. i hope it does you know we need, we need well, if, some... you, if you go back like uh, maybe six or seven years whatever there was there was a lot of talk there was a lot of talk about rollerblading blowing up like if yeah. you go back to 2000 and you listen to the way people were talking they're like we're going through this hard time now but it whether it's five ten years it's gonna blow and it's it's only it's only a matter of time and yeah. now we're we're in 2012, yeah. And that hasn't happened. No. Do you do you still think that that could happen, or do you think that will happen? Um, in the back of my mind, I I kind I definitely hope, and I yeah I hope that that does happen. But for me, like it's I'm not banking on it anymore. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm not going to wait around and, and wait for the big break to happen. Like I'm going to go out there and, and do, you know, Thursday night skate every week. I'm going to promote skating every day. You know, I'm going to be out there like showing people spots till two in the morning. You know what I mean? Do everything I can within my power now to, to keep things moving forward and keep rollerblading growing. Yeah. Work with what you got. Yeah. Sure. I think it's in a, I think it's in a really beautiful place right now. I think yeah. because, I mean, it is what it is, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and the things that are going on are are really incredible. And the the um, the culture that we're producing at this point in time, like with the internet, the integration with technology, kids filming skate edits and getting really good at video editing and learning how to use the internet to like share their vision yeah. and communicating with all these people all around the world there is something really unique happening there and yeah. uh, i'm i'm faithful i'm faithful that really good things are coming and really good things are happening all around yeah. us i mean just being able to talk to you you being yeah. in arizona i've never well i wouldn't have met you if it wasn't for rollerblading <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't be doing this right now like for someone like me rollerblading has been the best thing for just keeping me really inspired about life yeah and keeping me in, like motivated to do things like this and to write and to draw and to skate and to keep my body fit to keep my mind fit and just stay enthusiastic yeah absolutely and that's a really powerful thing that's really for me that's what's that's what it's all about and i think a lot of kids are gonna grow up and whether they're making a living rollerblading or not they're just going to be super stoked on living yeah no i think aggression always says that she's like like rollerbladers are some of the most amazing people like 
because you're kind of ridiculed constantly for skating, but you kind of just don't give a fuck and, and you go out and skate still. And that kind of builds up your character so strong. Yeah. It's yeah. beneficial. It's yeah, beneficial exactly. to get, to get uh, hated and criticized and to know you're going to get hated and criticized, but do something anyway. Yeah. And still do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Still go out there and do it. You know, it's, it makes you a stronger person for sure. It's, it's uh, definitely, yeah. I mean, industry stuff is, is that, the skating skating wise everything and the skaters and and this and that all those people are, are amazing and everyone everyone's killing it like all those people are definitely inspiring it's all like you said it's it's always awesome to see another old blader like you know you could not even know them and then you see them like it will cruise up at a park or whatever and like you instantly like are connected you know yeah that's, that's a really powerful cool. thing yeah it's really powerful so what uh, what are you working on right now? Are, I see this die trying stuff. Is that a video that you guys are filming? Uh, no, that was um, kind of that was a uh, like the die trying. That was kind of like we'll kind of go into. I gotta talk about Jenkins. Uh, John Jenkins has been like one of my like closest friends, and like without John, this past like two years, like. He's, a lot of people might not know who you're talking about. You're talking about X-rated. Yeah, it's yeah. Well, he's grown up a lot since since X-rated. <laughs> he, so. He's not but, X anymore. He's John. Uh, he's he's more professional now. He's John. Yeah. So he's not yeah, he's not 16 anymore. But you, do you think he'd do the podcast? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's got a lot to say. He's actually he's pretty outspoken, man. He's get him going, and he he's you might have to like use the. Like the you have a beat button or something that beats oh up. no I, you people can cuss as much as they want uh, okay I mean <laughs> he, he's really passionate and really like he he's opinionated about about the direction of blading nice so but um yeah John though he's he's amazing amazing like he he stepped up and and just wanted to help help revolution and um yeah it's been unreal yeah how, he does all all your he does all yeah. the videos on your site, right? All, yeah, all the filming and like he's just a he's really professional about it. And at times, like you, you know, like skating with him, you want to kill him because he, you know, you like bust your ass to land this trick, and he's like, man, you're like you could have done it a little bit better this way or that, and you're like, oh my god, I do this again. Oh man, I um, hate that. But but then you go back and when you do get it better, you thank them when you see the footage, you know, but yeah. it makes your skating that much better. And also like even, you know, the interviews, like the on the spot interviews, you know, like everything is top notch with John, you know, so yeah. it's, we're, we're really fortunate and blessed to have him involved with the shop for sure. Nice. Yeah. It really yeah. helps to have that, that direction at times. It really yeah. helps to have a filmer who's not afraid to, suggest things or or tell the person to do it again so they can get it from that different angle yeah or sure. you know it's just good it's good to have that kind of intimate connection between yeah, the filmer I mean, and the person yeah, doing it no doubt it makes a big and difference like, yeah for sure and, and um more than that like john sees like our vision for skating like he sees kind of like the way the way we want to portray it you know what i mean like we've we've never been about like 
like as a shop and promoting rollerblading, like doing anything like half-assed and, and kind of putting out half-assed things. Like we always wanted to make skating look the best way possible and present it, you know, in a professional manner. And like yeah. John doesn't accept anything less and like neither, neither do we, you know. So it re- we really work work well together. Yeah, all the all the edits have a really unique flavor really polished really clean and uh really high quality filming and everything it's interesting that it's interesting that you run a a business you run a rollerblading business but you're also very focused on just promoting rollerblading as a whole yeah that's something really unique too i think to rollerblading i don't think you would hear like a grocery store owner like talk about how they want to promote grocery stores (laughs) <laughs> or you know or like i mean we're yeah i live like live and die like rollerblading like this is my life and like i've dedicated like man 15 16 plus years to this you know and like it's funny i actually this is kind of interesting story i had a um a guy approach me that wanted to partner with revolution <clears throat> and he was a big like like a uh, like roller skate like a uh, mogul like he owned like six or seven huge huge internet roller skate places right well, and yeah. he, he hit me up and he's like i want to be involved with aggressive and this and that and i sure I'll, I'll talk to him and i you know talked to him on the phone and he couldn't believe like where i was coming from and he couldn't believe that i was so core and diehard rollerblading that I wouldn't care to carry anything else. Like I wouldn't have, you know, roller skates at revolution. Like, like period. Sorry. That's nothing against roller skating, but blading is my life and this is what we do. And this is what we're about. Like, I don't care if it's means a ton more money and this and that, like I, like I told him, I go, you know, this is, I'm going to live and die rollerblading period. Yeah. It would dilute what you do. Yeah. And that's exactly. why that's why you have the customers and the clients that you do have is because they know that they can trust you to to make the decisions that are going to be best for them. You're going to carry the products that you know are best for them, not something that's just going to make you some more money. Yeah, um, I mean, we kind of we hold like like some companies like we hold people to kind of higher standard. You know, like we we see we see like quality product and like we know like if something's not up to par, you know what I mean? And so like. We want, I don't know. We we want our industry to to be better and kind of hold holds hold everything to a higher standard. You know, product wise, like media wise. You know, the way they present themselves too. You know what I mean? Like like no one wants to see like half-assed stuff. You know, it's we want our industry to be professional. You know, even though we might not be making as much money as, as skateboarding or snowboarding or whatever, like that's still not an excuse. You know, like we. We're to the point where like we're we're older and we take take what we do pretty serious, you know, and like we want to yep. package like package everything like to this high high standard for sure. Yeah. So. Just as long like I I'm all, like I I think um people need to be really really um almost anal about their vision. I want I want people to really express them themselves through skating and and I'm just I'm a little bit afraid that that this high standard that you talk about might um might confine people to 
to only produce like a, a certain type of of media or like it might like when when you raise the bar and there's a really high standard people might be afraid just to like put out something that they think is is important yeah or no i guess i'm i'm it's think, from like a, like a business standpoint more that like i mean it's i'm i get used to see like like you know kids edits online like someone's killing it I'm more or less talking about like media wise, like for like a company putting yeah. out how they present things, you know, like let's, let's, let's come across as professional as possible. You know, let's get, let's hire someone to get proper graphics going, you know, let's, let's use a tripod, you know, let's, you know, do things a little bit cleaner and like tighten stuff up a bit. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's, in, I think it's, um, it's really uh there's a lot of really high quality shit being produced in rollerblading oh, yeah. and yeah. a lot of people have the same attitude as you yeah that you people like it. that aren't even making money oh yeah people just are really passionate about what they're putting out and they feel so strongly about it they're not just doing it to make their 12 bucks an hour or whatever yeah. they're not just doing it cuz cuz they work in the office and their boss yeah. is telling them to do it like people do it because they want to do it and because yeah. There's something inside of them that's like really pushing them to yeah. do this stuff, and and the quality is is way higher than you would get from corporations oh, that yeah. do have money to to pay people. Yeah, Gretchen, uh, Gretchen always says this too. She's like, it's so amazing, like what skaters are doing. Like they're they're not making anything out of it, but then again, they care. They care. I think it comes back to them caring so much about rollerblading. Yeah, that, that they care too much about it to not present it the way they want to, you know. Yeah, and they're all like, there's everyone's like, all across the board. Like people are talented, you know. Like I just went to a, a local premiere last night for a skater. His name's Devin Stewart, and he just did like a local vid with his homies. But it was like watching it was like, man, he gets it, you know. And yeah. He's he's like presenting skating in a cool way and like he his video had a really cool vibe that he created you know so it's it's awesome it's awesome to see all these young kids like like the ones that really get it and they care about blading yeah well i think skating in a way conditions you to to do things for intrinsic rewards as opposed mm -hmm. to you like other people get conditioned to do things for the paycheck yeah, they they do things for the promotion or for sure. the A, for the good grade, or yeah. so that their that their parents will pay for their next year of school or whatever. Rollbiters are really conditioned just to do things just because it it just that within is. them they yeah. get it is its own reward just doing it. That is so they they generally have a really healthy outlook on on what they're creating. <laughs> That's funny. Do you think people will be putting on the line if they're making a lot more money? Who knows? Maybe, um, like, maybe it's because we are so broke, like like no one knows any different, you know? Yeah. It's hard to say. You know, it's hard to say how things would be if things were different. But I do think that money or not, whether people are making money or not making money, they're they're either going to be passionate or they're not going to be passionate. Yeah, exactly. And money, money might keep people that aren't passionate around, for sure. I think yeah. you would get more half-assed stuff if there was more money involved, just because people, even if they weren't that stoked on it, they would be doing it for the paycheck. Yeah. But then you're always going to get the people who, even though they're making shitloads of money, 
they're still loving what they're doing and they're still in it for the right reasons. Like yeah. there's still a lot of amazing shit being made in skateboarding, even though people are making a fuckload of money. There's yeah. also a lot of crap and a lot of like corporations putting yeah. their dirty fingers into the pot. Yeah. We don't have that in, in rollerblading and that's a blessing. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, wow. It's, it's crazy to think like how, how core like even like blading is and how small we are. You know, but it's it's kind of like a two way street. It's also a blessing too because everyone's so connected, and like like you said, like everyone really cares about about blading and they're really passionate about it. Like money or not, like they yeah. they got it. Like money or not, like a skater's got to put his skates on, you know, that day, or else he's gonna be like you know cranky, you know, in a yeah. bad mood. <laughs> exactly. Everyone, everyone gets like that that need, you know, that need to go skate. Yeah. And, like, collaboration becomes more complicated when you throw money into the mix. Yeah. I mean, like, even just doing this, like, if I was if I was making a lot of money doing this podcast and I wanted you to come on it, there might be an issue like, well, how much are you going to pay me? <laughs> or, like, <laughs> I don't want to just, like, take two hours out of my day to, like, yeah. talk to you when you're going to be profiting all this money from it. Like, yeah. where, where are the dollar bills at? Like, exactly. So it just I complicates guess. every interaction. It does. You could say that for sure. But then it's pretty complicated when you can't pay your rent. That's another issue too, right? Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, that I, is, uh, yeah, exactly. How are you? How do you feel about this world that you're um, bringing your your son into? Are you confident that, like, you see the economy kind of falling apart and, um. Are you confident that the United States as a nation is going to hold its shit together for at least the next hundred years so your kid can have <laughs> a decent life? Do you ever think about like, fuck, I hope I hope nukes don't get dropped on on a major city, or I hope like I hope there's fish in the ocean for my kid? <laughs> or, like, do you ever worry about things like that? Uh yeah, it's being a parent like you. You it kind of opens your eyes to a lot of a lot of things. You know, you you want to provide the best best possible life for him. You know, you want you want to give him a better life than you had. You know, and um, yeah, I just I'm I'm not sure like where <laughs> where the world's gonna go right now. It's looking it's looking pretty unstable, but I mean, all I could do is just is smile at him every day and, and be the best dad possible and, and make sure he's happy. Man, you must be such a good dad. <laughs> yeah, I guess it comes. Kind of, it's funny. Like, can, do you want to adopt me? <laughs> I'm serious. Definitely can, not. can you be my dad? Definitely not. You're too crazy. <laughs> too crazy. <laughs> well, let Gretchen know that that that's what I want, and if you guys ever change your mind, <laughs> you you let me know. Yeah, I'll have to ask her. She said this is it. She doesn't want any more kids. Oh, that's a shame. Maybe she'll make an exception for you. And bring Sweet. you on board. Yeah, talk to her. Talk to her for me. What, what would Car- what would happen to Carly though? Uh she'll figure it out. She's a smart girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> so only one? You think you're only gonna have one? Um, I'd like to have two. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm just trying to get through today. Yeah, I've always heard that the first six months are 
it's the the hardest like yeah so much work and yeah it's a lot you know like you don't get much sleep but um <laughs> it's uh yeah it's like they're they about every you know two hours he's got to eat you know you got to change diapers you got to do all the dad stuff but yeah. it all it's all worth it though when he's he's you're holding him and he's looking into your eyes and he's smiling at you like that that makes everything everything worth it wow and it won't be long before he's looking into your eyes and he's saying hi dad yeah when he's hi talk, he's talking well, he's he's trying to communicate right now he, he's just kind of cooing at me and and stuff but yeah i can't um, wait till he's able to walk around and i could take him take him yeah. around and stuff that's going to be unreal so are you excited to put blades on his feet yeah i mean like I told that to Gretchen, and we actually get asked that quite a bit. But he's he could do whatever he wants to do. If he wants to skateboard, he could skateboard. If he wants to BMX, he could do that. You know, but I'm hoping like you know I could have a a good influence on him, and maybe Gretchen could take him to the park if I'm skating, and he could say I want to do what Dad's doing. Yeah. So I'm I've always against it. So. I've always said that that. When I have a kid, I'm I need to wear a helmet when I skate, so that like I set a good example. Because if if I'm if my kid starts skating and he's like three or four years old, he's wearing a helmet, you know. So I want him to look at daddy, and when he says, "Oh, I want to do what daddy's doing," yeah, he'll he'll know that okay, we'll put the helmet on and and you can put the skates on. Yeah, I'll just have him skate with like Garland House when uh, yeah he wants to see that. You think you'll start wearing a helmet? I don't know. I can't do it on my skate, man. It's it <laughs> throws me off. So you got to let that hair flow in the wind, eh? I can't, yeah, I can't feel my hair in the helmet, man. It's yeah. So, so. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. It's yeah. Whatever he wants to do, I'm gonna I'm gonna support him, 100. percent That's such know? a good attitude. Yeah, you just gotta love him no matter what, no matter yeah. what. Yeah. That's for all. Sure. That's all there is to it. <laughs> How's Gretsch doing? good yeah she's um yeah she's loving being a mom she's uh it's funny because she's been like man she's been taking care of skaters for like you know like years you know everyone coming through az and staying with us and whatnot so she's always had this like motherly instinct to take care of people yeah so it's 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 like it's in her and she's just an amazing mom so she's we're really i'm really like blessed to have her have her wow. be there with me to raise Elias. So, so that does that make you like you have the, a new person comes into the mix and and you love this new person so much. Does that like does that take away from how you feel about Gretchen or does that make you love Gretchen even more? Yeah, it's it's definitely brought us closer for sure. Yeah, you have to say that. Yeah. <laughs> She's actually looking right at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you going to respond, James? Yeah, yeah. She's waiting to see what I'm going to say. No, it's um. She's, yeah, it's. I, I'm really. I mean, just with my life in general, I'm so lucky to have her support me. You know, because like it's pretty difficult to deal with um, like a skater. You know what I mean? Like you have this totally different mentality than the rest of the population you know what i mean uh, you gotta go skate like you gotta go you know drive around all night looking for spots like a lot of 
a lot of other girls like wouldn't put up with that you Hell know no. so it's like she's yeah she's amazing i'm really really lucky to have her with me i, I definitely wouldn't be talking to you right now if it wasn't for her yeah you 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 started the shop together like she did a lot of work to get you going you said that she's picked out the first uh the building that you guys put the shop in yeah. and i know that she's she, she's worked at the shop quite a bit and yeah is she still pretty involved with uh the, yeah the shop for sure yeah for sure she's it's funny she's it's funny when people talk to her and um she knows a ton about skating yeah and, she does more than just like like product stuff like she knows skating you know yeah like for the longest time this whole year, she would see some of my footage and she'd tell me like, "Oh, you, you're like your rollaways are horrible. Like, <laughs> like your landings, like you need to really work on like the way you land." And I like looked at, it, I was like, "Damn, she's right." You know, <laughs> she's yeah, she she knows skating, man. She's like she knows good skating too. Like she gets pretty juiced to see certain people. She has some some favorites. So, yeah. it's always good to have a a girl who can call you out on your shit. Yeah, and be so, really honest and, and yeah. say that you need to skate faster, you need to yeah. learn better, or whatever. Yeah. You need to yeah. grow your hair out longer. Yeah, she's she she can see a good look. You know, if you have like a good way, a good vibe, a good look to your skating, she could recognize that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, that's amazing. Is she, yeah. So she is she at home with you? Yeah, she's um yeah. actually taking care of the little guy right now. So. Nice. But wow, look at you, James! You got a beautiful wife. You got a new kid. You run a skate shop. You're a badass blader. You have nice long <laughs> hair. You can you can carve wood. Damn! Look at you. Look at me. Look at you. <laughs> This is one of those awkward moments, Todd. Well, like, what th- what gives? Like, you must, <laughs> you must. There must be some shit going on. Like, you got any weaknesses? Do you smoke or no? No, I, you don't smoke. No, I. Um, Do you like cheeseburgers, bacon? I. Uh, what are your weaknesses? My weaknesses is by <laughs> being like stressed too much. That's what I'm working on. Trying not, yeah. trying not to stress. It seems like you deal with it pretty well. You seem so calm and collected. Yeah. Well, I thought I was until I met Matthew. And then I figured that there's a lot of stuff I need to improve on, try to try to work on. So, But it's not, it's, I mean, since since being a father, like you kind of, you, you want to come across the best way to your son, you know? Yeah. So that, that really changes things. I. I don't know. I mean, I'm just, I guess, like anyone else, like you have your good days, bad days, you know? Yeah. So what's, what's like a big thing that you, like, what type of person do you want your, your son to see as his father? Um, like, what do you want to, what do you want to be? I want him to, to like, look at me and be like, be proud and, and to be inspired to better himself and to like, I don't want him. I'm not going to be a, a father that's ever going to limit him at all. Like I want him to experience everything on his own and, and I'll support him no matter what. And, um, 
Man, that's that's tough. Every day, that's what I you got to work on. You know, like you you want to be the best person possible in his eyes. Yeah. Well, I see. I see a lot of people having kids, and uh, I'm like, why is that douchebag having a kid? This can't, <laughs> this can't go. This can't go good. But I have nothing but faith that you're just you're gonna be a great dad. You are a great dad. You've always been a great dad. <laughs> like you Thanks. are. Like I said, you've always been a dad. Thank you. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I guess it comes natural to some people. You know, yeah. it's, it's in them. Like it's like I said, when he was born, it's it's not about it's not about me anymore. You know, you have to kind of put yourself to the side and and just focus focus on him. It's interesting. Like, do you think, in a way, that makes what you do better because you're not so focused on yourself? Yeah, it's it's like you kind of you put your ego aside, and it's it's everything you do is is kind of for him. Yeah, you know. And so, like, you have this motivation. Like, if you're if you're really really like tired and you had a really bad day and and you know if you like bring that energy to him, like it 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 affects him. Yeah. So no matter what, like you have to, you know take a deep breath and like put everything else aside and like be in the moment and hold him, and that's all that matters. You know. Wow. Yeah. That's a great motivator to uh to keep your cool. Yeah. To- absolutely. To just really try to be positive and always look at the bright side. Yeah. It's it can be so easy to just dwell and get into a negative frame yeah. of thinking, but you need yeah, it's so important to remember that that has an effect on on your kid. Like it's it's insane how much well, I don't mean to stress you out, but it's insane how much uh influence you have on a young child. Oh yeah. No he influence yeah. for their entire life, like those first oh, yeah. Those first years of life are just—they're so—they're like a sponge. They're just gonna suck yeah. up all the all the insecurity in you, all the negative all the negative energy in you. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you gotta man. Yeah, you become like aware of a lot of things, and you know you have to always put him first, no matter what. Oh, yeah. You know. Are you still driving the Hummer? No, no, <laughs> dude. That was uh, probably a, looking back, it was a mistake, but I learned from it. <laughs> yeah, the Hummer back. was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, my back when we were making pretty decent money and yeah, whatnot. But it's it was I, pimps I, though. Uh, I mean, it's whatever. It's I'm a different person. Like, it's not. Like material stuff that like doesn't matter, you know, like none of that stuff matters. Like being a good person, that's what matters most, you know? Yeah. So all that other crap is meaningless. Doesn't last. Doesn't uh, totally. But it's, much it's, it. but it's always pretty fun when you're driving in it and uh Casey McFarley pukes out of the side <laughs> all over it. That's Casey. that's yeah. That's worth it to have a Hummer for that. Yeah, that was a, a nice night. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, jeez. 
I could go on and on about the team too, man. Those guys are awesome. Like Casey's, Casey's awesome. He's so who who's all on your team? Um, we made a few changes this year, but we have you know Damien, one of my good friends. Like look up to him a lot, and yeah, he's an amazing skater. We got Joey, Joey Chase, who's just a little pit bull. <laughs> That's a perfect way to describe him. He is a little pit bull. Yeah, a little pit bull. But he's, well, he's, people know, he's got like the best heart, though. You know, like he's just like a really good person at his core. Yeah. But in, in obviously, his skating wise, he's just, just like ridiculous. Yeah, but, he he brings something really interesting to the table. Like I think he he's like the reincarnate of John Elliott, like the really manly, tough style. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely tough for sure. Like, like not, not like the most technical, but very like solid, ba- like really uh, raw, just tough guy. Yeah, there's Absolutely. a lot of there's a lot of pussies in skating. <laughs> like he wears tight pants, but he's a man in tight pants. Yeah, and he, it looks like he's he's been chopping wood and and. Getting well, like, laid and drinking beer and that's actually pretty true. He um <laughs> I know he's he's doing pretty well these days, but he was working with uh Wild Bill. I don't know if you know who Wild Bill is in Florida. Yeah. But yeah, he's a uh, Wild Bill's a lumberjack and so and Joey would go work with him to make, you know, extra money on the side. Nice. Hauling down trees, but yeah, it totally fits Joey to a T. Yeah. But um anyway, yeah, Joey's on there. You know, obviously Casey Casey's on the team. Uh, Bellino, who's unreal. Is, is like, Bellino living in Arizona? No, no, he's um in Oakland right now. But oh, he okay. just he just came through and, and filmed for uh, Pariah. Yeah, I've heard that it, his section in Pariah is mind blowing. Oh, geez, it's he he is like in his zone right now. Like, there's nothing he can't do, and like he's. He's on it. Unreal. Unreal is, for sure. Is Pariah out? Yeah. Like it's out on DVD? Man, you're behind for me. I like, am, man. I've been busy. <laughs> online gurus. Jeez. So, but yeah, it's out. You got to see Blino's section. He's got the ender. Nice. But um, Blino's on there. Um, we just added uh, Keaton Newsom to the team. And oh, Keaton's nice. Rad. I like Keaton's skating. Keaton's rad. Yeah, he's, he's dead sexy. Super. <laughs> uh, I'll have to tell him that. Gretchen, Gretchen must really like his skating. He's like a he's like a, a Jim Morrison on blades, man. Yeah, he's he, uh, he knows how to move it. Yeah, he's um, he's got good style. Good style for sure, and just like just the way he carries himself is really, really refreshing. To you see. wanted you wanted to say sexy. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard not to not say that. refreshing. We were talking, <laughs> talking about Keaton. Yeah, it's hard not. But um. Keaton, and we added uh, Brian Bina to the team. Sorry, who? Uh, Brian Bina. Brian Bina. Yeah, you don't know who Bina is? No. You are really out I'm of behind. I'm behind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I guess it might take a little bit longer to get up to you or something. But Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, I'm all the way up here in Canada. <laughs> I'm still waiting for it to arrive on horseback, all right? <laughs> Lay off of me. <laughs> yeah, Bina... Um, yeah, Bina's rad. He's um, part of the Honey Bake crew. 
Okay. Like Dylan Davis and Nick Labar and Malcolm, all those cats. Like Bean is right there. And um, he came out and lived in AZ for a year. And, um, yeah, we got to know him. We did a 90 second with him. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Add Bina and we still got Spire on the team. Spire's like, you know, Spire's Spire, man. That guy's, his style's amazing. Like, really sick person. Like, he's completely down for revolution. So, and um, got the original Rodney Glenn from Alaska. Nice. On there, yeah. Rodney is, man, he's been on pretty much since day one. That's so, cool. So, he's, he's, uh, is he still living out in Alaska? Yeah. Yeah, he's up in Anchorage. So, he's, um, yeah, you got handed to him. I mean, you understand, like, skating in the cold and whatnot, but... Like yeah. Rodney's out there. It's you know, it's hard to be good when you can only skate like half the year. Yeah, but, I so mean, you start to get good and then you can't do it for. Yeah, it kind of is seasonal, but like you still get out there and like, whatever, shovel out spots, you know, and yeah, put, yeah. put salt down to break up the ice, you know. So the cone skating is really good for that. I've been getting into cone skating. We do it in yeah, like I saw that one of your. Uh, latest uh, edits there yeah it's super fun and you can just do it in a parkade helps you kind of stay sharp during the winter yeah. there you go and it's man like it it it, it is, it's going to be so beneficial for aggressive skating like i think yeah. i want to start a tr- i want more aggressive skaters to be hitting cones because it, it you learn so much about like pivot points and yeah. just like being really comfortable on your skates yeah like i i see a future where like aggressive skaters are really good cone skaters at the same time yeah and it just makes them so much better at rolling and so much more comfortable on their skates yeah yeah you can see that that's pretty clear when you see someone that's just comfortable on their blades just the way they move you know yeah. then it obviously translate into tricks yeah but you could totally tell it's um, definitely like beneficial to learn how to properly skate. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you feel about this uh, power blading trend? It's um, it's so new. It's cool. Like I mean, obviously, like Matthew came out here to film his power blade edit. I, if, I, I guarantee you probably haven't seen that, have you? <laughs> he, I saw the, his ninety second edit. Um, okay, he had he had power blades that was three years ago, but um was that no 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 was, <laughs> it, was it three years ago? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Up here it was like two two days yeah, ago. Yeah, it just came out. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, he had power blades. I I remember the day I saw that that photo of you and him on Facebook, and he 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 was drinking a coffee and he had the power blades on. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I was so stoked. I was like Joey, look at this. Look at those just wheels. Like, the photo of of Ledoux, like with big wheels. I don't know. It just I no, got excited. I gotta, I gotta hand it to him, and I'm sure like there's other skaters out there. Um, he like he came out. The funny thing is, he came out actually before that to film and edit and skate in AZ. And he his current skates, he just was not feeling like he just wasn't just kind of over like going and doing the same tricks, you know. And oh, then that sucks. Yeah, and then it sucks when you're not feeling your skates. Well, it, it was more than just like the feel of it. It was just like the way he was skating. And then the power blades came out, and he's like, got juice. 
and yeah. put them on absolutely loved it you know and he said like that fits him it fits what he's trying to do with with skating for sure and, and it it does you know he came out here and the stuff that we were able to take him to to film on the spots like that was it matched him perfectly with the power blades yeah and um i think there's other skaters out there too that are in that same boat where they they want kind of a little bit more out of their skate they want you know want to go like be able to stair bash this way or or go a little bit faster you know what i mean yeah and just the feel of it too it's it's different than aggressive you know and i think that fits matthew and i think it fits a lot of people out there yeah and so i mean i'm i'm all for it something new yeah it feels so good and and i think I really think for kids just getting started in skates in skating or um, getting introduced to it like their first yeah. time on blades, I really think that some aggressive skates like if if you put a like a pair of skates on a kid like anti rocker mm-hmm. I don't think that first experience of rolling is gonna be all that great. I think like you put some power blades on a kid like just the big wheels flat rocker yeah. i think they're going to be a lot more stoked on the on the feeling of rolling itself yeah, yeah. like it, you're it's just so much faster it you don't feel the cracks it feels more like flying yeah it feels more just like gliding across the cement and i think for that first experience for kids it's so important that they have that like really powerful like whoa like i've got wheels on my feet and I can yeah. like just cruise around. Like I think that is the most important thing for a first timer to experience. Yeah. No, I mean, the, yeah, the feeling like you just. I mean, like I started skating before. Like there's even like aggressive skates. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. had just rollerblade lightnings, and then you, we took out the middle wheels to grind. Yep. But when you first started, like you had you just cruise with these rec skates, you know, and like power blading kind of brings it back to like that roots, you know, of, of just like the feeling of of cruising, you know, yeah. and just, like you said, like flying, you know. But then you start introducing like possible like grinds into things, yeah. you know, or like with Matthew, like we took one of these gnarly banks and AZ, like you wouldn't be able to like touch it with your regular skates, you know. Yeah, but like power blades, you could. So yeah. kind of it opens up like a lot of possibilities. I know it's not for everybody, you know. It's not like like everyone's gonna jump on it and do it, and you know, not everyone's actually feeling it either. Like they they think it's kind of I don't know, just too not core aggressive, you know. Yeah. But well, I mean, and plus, a lot of things are actually harder in them. Like you're higher off the ground. Your your center of gravity is like it. It is harder. Certain certain things are harder to control yeah, on them, sure. but you still do have a lot of grinding options in the yeah. skate. Like, um, yeah, I all mean, your macchio tricks, fish brains, like even yeah. soles, like they slide like pretty good. Um, yeah. You're obviously sacrificing some grinding stuff, but I really think like for for beginners, like they should be. That's what they should be skating for sure. Yeah, just get them hooked on actual movement. Yeah, until they really. They until they really get into grinding to a point where they make the decision like okay now I'm I want to try some anti rocker because I really want to explore like boot tricks or whatever. Yeah. But I from agree. the beginning, like I don't know. I think it's a shame to start a kid off anti rocker. Yeah. 
Well, these days, I'm just happy to get any new kid in a pair of blades. Yep. Whatever he wants to put on his feet, as long as he's putting something on. Yeah, for sure. So. Skates, man. Skates. Yeah, what's, skates. What are you skating these days? Power blades, man. No, like what company? Like which skate? Oh, uh, I got some new K2s. <laughs> <laughs> and they're so sick, man. <laughs> Like new the new KTs or yeah, the uh, yeah new varsities all black varsities they're super good I have she, I I have really that. bitchy feet like I have like I have problems with my feet where I'll get pressure points so yeah. I need like a really comfortable skate to enjoy skating yeah and uh, these K2s are doing the doing the job <clears throat> but I'm also getting a pair of Sebas uh, and if you've never know. tried Sebas James. Is, I actually is, have Matthew had, have a, pair, had yeah. a pair of time put them on. Pretty They're sick. Incredible. Yeah, you should sell them at your shop. Uh, we have this thing like I can't sell something that's not like a core brand. You know, like we can't um, sell like a corporate brand in in Revolution. That's kind of like our. What if What if they make a really good product? Yeah, I just can't back a company though that's not like core core blading, really. You know, are it's, there? It's pretty like it's. So you don't sell like fitness skates. No, like even when you mentioned K two, like I know like you're you like skating K two probably because of the feel of it, you know, and, and whatnot. But yeah. can't do it. Can't do K two. They have been pretty douchey in the past in terms of like not really putting any effort into the rollerblading, fully backing blading, yeah, or doing anything. They just have this this mold, yeah, that they they sell. Yeah, we have this thing like like if a company like is not sticking through blading through the hard times and they pull back, that means like it's not they're not there. Like their heart's not in blading, you know. And I'm not going to give anyone like that kind of support. Yeah. At all, we're there. even if even well, if they make the the best skate on the market, or even if they make a really really high quality skate. Well, it's tough too. Like I've had this discussion with people. What if Nike comes into aggressive, you know, with their their materials, you know, and their money? Yeah. Like what would happen? That's actually pretty interesting to think about. If Nike comes in and says we want the best. Obviously, they're gonna want probably the best pros in our industry, right? Yep. Who like who would go to them? Like who would take that paycheck? And know? it's to- it's totally plausible. Is something that probably is inevitable. It's gonna happen. It could happen. Yeah. It's definitely going to like, happen. What, it's what, just a what would of happen time. to the core companies, though? You know. They would probably feel a hit. It's the same as like what if rollbedding got really big and and there were like West Forty Nine equivalents at the mall. Well, I kind of like I hope that happens for obviously like obviously it's gonna give us more mainstream exposure, but I also can't wait till it happens because it's gonna separate what's what's core and what's corporate, and there's gonna be a line that's drawn right down in our industry with what's skater owned and what's not. And I'm like, that's, that's that. Yeah. You know? So you can have all these people on this side of the fence. Then you have all these, all of us on the other side of the fence. 
Yeah. And that's going to be fun. You could say. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm all about, I'm all about making the activity as fun for myself as I possibly can. And I, and I go about that in a very selfish way. And I don't really give a shit who makes the skates. If they're going to give me the best experience while I'm skating, that's yeah. all I really think about. And you should, because you're a skater for sure. I'm but... a skater and, and I'm a consumer and and I'm selfish in that way. Like, yeah, I I need for my for my well being and for like I just really want to have a good session on skates. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So whatever whatever company can deliver that to me, that's where I'm gonna put my dollar. Yeah. Um. See, I I have like different. Just a different outlook. Like I won't wear like, like I'm not ever gonna wear skateboard shoes. I'm not ever gonna wear like skateboard jeans. You oh know? fuck, fuck I'm not, no. I'm not gonna like, you know. Just I don't want to put money into something that doesn't give like a shit about blading. You know. Yeah. No way. No, it's very true, and I, it is a consideration of mine as well. Like I will, I prefer to support roll biting companies, and I have supported rollerblading companies a lot um in the past and i i don't wear skateboarding clothes we were at the mall just shopping for t-shirts the other day and and carly's like oh this this one looks pretty nice and it was a burton shirt and i'm like no i can't wear a burton shirt i can't wear like a dc shirt there's just certain things that i just can't do whether it's silly or not it's just i look at it as a representation of of who i am or like me voting for what i think deserves my dollars yeah, and there's certain things that I won't like support. Um, yeah. So in a in a way, I I feel the same way. Um, I just think there there would be benefits. There would be a lot of benefits to companies like Nike coming in and making skates. Obviously, it would hurt a lot of the core people, but a lot of the core people would be involved with those companies, and they would need to involve the core people in order to like market themselves and in order to even like figure out like what yeah. how are they going to even determine what a good skate is or like you know they're going to need to involve quality people they're going to need to employ quality people and that's that's really going to allow these people to make a decent living and and do what they love to do and have more resources at their disposal to create like uh quality products yeah no that that's probably exactly what would happen. Just um, kind of from our standpoint, like, you know, like if, if Nike's going to come and do a skate, you know, like we're not going to carry it because it's going to be sold at every whatever mall outlet or whatever. Yeah. You know, but good. It's getting more skaters into skating. That's like the positive side to it. But like I said, you're going to have like that line that's drawn with the fence, you know, and depending on like what side you're on. But it's, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see any, any of the companies that have been around through and, and like toughed it out through this time and, and belts getting up to go away because of someone like Nike coming into rollerblading. No, and and they never will. They'll never totally be like taken out and they'll always have the people who care most about skating, whether they have the money or not, they're going to, they're going to have the experience and they're going to know what needs to happen and nothing can really take those companies out. What if um what if Solomon produced came back and and produced another shadow? 
would you carry that shadow? Um, I mean, if they came back and did another skate, you mean? Yeah, because they used to produce um, shadow skates. Yeah. And then Solomon just said, fuck this, we're not making any money with inline. So, so right we'll there, sell right, it. Right there, Todd, you just said it. Yeah. Any company that says, fuck this, we're not making money off inline, pulls out, like, I don't want to be associated with them. Yeah. They could go buy they could go buy that skate from everywhere else. Yeah. But they shouldn't. Um, I, I can't do it, you know. That's badass. And you're probably actually when the two point shadow comes out, I bet you're gonna go back to shadows, Todd. The two the oh yeah? I've heard yeah. they're really good. They are pretty pretty amazing. That'll, I know probably, I know that'll probably be my next skate. I know you're a shadow guy because Oh, when yeah. you were skating shadows, we you had like three pairs of shadows that we all sent up to you because we felt so bad for your skates. Yeah. <laughs> After meeting you, your skates look like the actually how long have you been you you're on them for like two years, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and we all yeah. felt so bad. So then like that next week I sent you those DLs, right? I gave them yeah. Jared to you. Yeah. And Damien said he sent you a pair of skates, right? Damien sent me a pair of skates. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you guys spoiled me with we shadows. Just, I just, do love shadows. Yeah. I really do. So I bet you when the 2.0 drops, you're going to go back. Damn. That's my guess. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited to, to rollerblade this year. Yeah. Like for us... The weather has been so shitty, like, we can't really skate, but uh, it's about to get better, like, we're, it's, we're well, entering it's, spring. Yeah, right on the entrance of spring there, so. And it's something that, like, uh, people, they only really know this if they come from a, from a place that's up north a little bit, where you can't skate during the winter. There's such an exciting feeling when spring hits. Yeah. And you start to skate and it's like warmer outside. Yeah. It's just like everyone's just yeah, just it's amazing. It's, yeah, they're antsy all winter. Yeah. Just getting ready for spring to go out. Yeah. You don't you don't take it for granted, you know, like yeah. people who live in in Arizona or California like pretty much they got decent weather all the time. Yeah. So they don't have to go through that. Well, we kind of—it's the opposite for us. Like it's starting to get hot now, so everyone's kind of like gearing up for that. Oh yeah, our peaks, our peak, yeah, our peak stuff is winter. Like winter, like it's seventy-five every day, perfect. But now it's starting to creep up in the eighties, you know, nineties, and before we know it's going to be over a hundred and sweating. It's hot. Mm -hmm. It was hard to skate when we were there. Yeah, so hot. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I want to come. Everyone can do it. What's that? I said not everyone can do it. No, you gotta be a real man. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> drink a lot of fluids. Yeah. So, that'd be juice if you come back to AZ though. That'd be awesome. A lot of people always ask me when you're coming back. Yeah. They ask me that, and they also ask me when better than baseball two is coming out. <laughs> It's coming, man. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that video is so good. Can you tell me something? How many tapes did you log 
for that video. I wasn't logging the tapes. Joey was like logging the tapes, but we filmed way too much for that video. Like yeah. I remember we filmed for like a whole year and then we went to start editing this video and Joey was like, no, we don't have enough footage. We have to film for another year. <laughs> and we're like, are you serious? Like we have so, this was when we were young and we were skating every single day. We had fuckloads of footage and Joey's yeah, that, like, no, no, we don't have enough. Yeah. That video was like two hours long, right? Yeah, it was like two hours long, and then there was actually another video on the video, Part Killers, <laughs> which we just put up, which was like an over which an hour-long skate video at skateboard. all at the skate park. Yeah. And then there was like over an hour of B-roll. Yeah. That DVD was ridiculous. It was like yeah, five hours of footage. Double, double disc set, yeah, longer than, yeah. It's crazy. That was awesome, though. That video is still like everyone wants to watch it. Everyone gets psyched watching it. That's crazy. I'll need to watch that again one of these days. I haven't watched it in years. Really? Yeah. I don't. I remember, like, n- I didn't like it. I couldn't watch it. Well, that was like, your, it, whole like life, your whole life playing out there. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, just made me feel awkward about myself to watch it. Which <laughs> I, a lot of my videos make me feel really awkward about myself. Really? Oh, yeah. Guess that, man. Actually, when I, I wouldn't guess that, but when I met you, like, I, everyone thinks you're going to be some, like, lunatic, you know? <laughs> you're, like, this normal guy, you know? Just nice, calm, collected. Yeah, I, I, I fool people. Yeah, with, it my, seems... with my cool, calm, collected exterior. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's a tornado going off in my brain. <laughs> I'm just that, trying that. desperately to, like, not act on these impulses that i have constantly yeah just like i don't know like just constant weird impulses (laughs) okay and one of these days i'm just gonna stop stopping myself see i heard a funny thing recently that uh, an, an interesting idea that you don't actually you don't actually decide what you're going to do you don't actually make decisions Okay. You you just you just decide what not to do. So you your brain just creates all these possible things that you could do in this current moment. Mm-hmm. You don't you're not consciously um you're not consciously bringing about these possibilities or making yourself aware of them. That's just something that's happening at the at the subconscious level. So you're getting all these possibilities and you just determine, okay, I'm not going to throw my glass on the ground i'm not gonna jump on my head i'm not gonna kill this man i'm not gonna steal (laughs) this grapefruit you know you say what not to do yeah so one of these days i'm just gonna start doing what i'm not doing okay yeah and then you're probably gonna be locked up in jail right i don't think they could catch me i'm so fast (laughs) well you have the sebas on I'm so fast. Yeah, as soon as I get these sevas, that's it. Like, try to catch me. I can do whatever I want. And even on, on feet, like, I can sprint just incredible speeds. Well, let me ask you this. Like, skating-wise, like, where do you want to take your skating? Like, what, like what influences you to skate? Well, I feel like, I feel like, there's there's possibilities for my skating that I it that would be impossible for me to even imagine 
at this point. I feel confident in myself that as I as I get older, my skating is going to progress to a point where like nobody can really imagine it at this point. Like I can't say, oh, I want my skating to go here. Yeah, I'm all about just following impulses and following like yeah. things that excite me, little things, and then a lot of them when I start doing them, people laugh or people like don't respect it. But then when I master it and I, and I polish it and I develop it enough, it's the type of thing that, that will be really um, entertaining and really impressive. Yeah. So that's where I want to take my skating. I want to take it places that I can't imagine. Sure. Going off impulse. That's pretty, probably a good way to, to explain skating. And it's all about feeling free enough to to do things that are ridiculous. Yeah. Me. Because I don't feel like I'm capable of of pushing skating on a like a on a stunts level. Because I'm such a pussy and I don't want to fall. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. So I'm gonna push skating on a, like a psychological level and just think of things that other people. Wouldn't done. wouldn't push directions that people wouldn't push because there's they're too self conscious or they're too like they they're too concerned with being good. Yeah. I think if you're not too concerned with being good, but you you're still you're pushing yourself, you're trying hard, but your main goal isn't to be the best or it's not to be noticed, it's not to like you're not seeking that immediate gratification with your yeah. skating. You can develop in a in an interesting way because we're all very we're all very uh, fearful as role players, really self conscious. Yeah. Whether, and I I do think a lot of role players are rollerbladers are ashamed to be rollerbladers subconsciously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just from being criticized so much, they have this. They wouldn't admit it. They wouldn't talk about it. But when they put their skates on, they do feel like an inferiority p- complex. They feel okay. like like weird about having these skates on their feet because society has led them to feel that way, and that really like impacts our sport. That makes people want to like prove skating in a certain way. We wanna we wanna show rollerblading in this certain light. We wanna we wanna do the biggest stuff, and we wanna have the best style, and we wanna dress really good, and all that is fine and dandy, but it Put it makes people go in a in a certain direction. Yeah, that they right. wouldn't they wouldn't go like if rollerblading was really cool, if rollerblading was viewed like a skateboarding and everyone saw it cool and people were weren't made fun of for skating, the activity would be very different. The actual skating that people put out would be so much different. Yeah, I don't know exactly how, because I'm just like imagining this theoretical world that doesn't exist. But if it if it was like that. I'm telling you, like the videos that people made, the types of tricks people did would be just, it would be a different sport. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, wow. I do admire what you do. That it's pretty, pretty phenomenal. It takes a you lot know. of a lot of skill and a lot of effort. Yeah, it does. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of cone cruising. A lot of cones. A lot of cones. <laughs> 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 uh, it takes a lot of ridiculousness. Yeah. It takes a lot of coffee. Man, I love coffee. <laughs> like coffee, James? Yeah, I'm definitely a coffee drinker. But yeah. you'll find when you have a kid, you you can't really 
sit down and enjoy like your coffee. No, it's it's kind of like you have to like try to get as much done as possible when he's calm or asleep. Yeah. At least right now. But yeah, I'm definitely a coffee coffee drinker for sure. Yeah. So is it because you say like you don't get much sleep? Or yeah, much sleep. Yeah, not much. Not much sleep. Is so. that hard? Uh, initially, yeah, it was hard. But now it's more like you are really good at um, like budgeting your time. Yeah. You know, like so everything is really structured for sure. Like you don't have a, a lot of free time for yourself or for things. You you only have X amount of time to do this and whatnot. But I think when he gets older, I'll be able to just take him with me and he'll just do, you know, do the things that I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. You can put him to work. <laughs> Chores around the house, do the dishes, yeah. vacuum, man yeah. the shop. Yeah, absolutely. And then he'll daddy can daddy can go skate. <laughs> yeah, he'll know he'll know like what it's like to to kind of put in a hard day's work. For sure, that's good. That's good for kids. That's good yeah. for you too. It's yeah. a double win, really. Yeah, win win with that. Doesn't that make you want to have? Well, yeah, you said you want to have a second. You could have you could start a little army. Yeah. A little <laughs> team of you, know, you, can, you just, just have a have a garden in the back. Weird vision of like all these kids like matching like hey, this is my team. Yeah. Uh, no. True. Whatever happens is meant to happen. So Right on. You have such a healthy outlook. <laughs> Are you still hitting the gym? Yeah. I got to, man. Every like three, four days a week, like being able to skate like this past year and whatnot, like I have to really take care of myself. Yeah, you're things fit. like things don't like wouldn't come easy, you know. I have to really like stay on top of things and like try to eat healthy and you know, keep my legs in shape. So yeah. it's interesting. It's, I re- I recently watched a documentary on 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 baby making having babies and the effects on the dad it was all about dads and one thing was it said when when men have babies they begin to grow they begin to um sorry the their estrogen levels increase and they typically gain weight and they get they get fatter mm-hmm. um um their testosterone levels decrease did you notice any like physical changes when you when you had your kid? Not really, nothing like that. It's more, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know what documentary you watch. It sounds pretty crazy, but it's uh, I don't know. It's it was BBC. Like this was legit documentary. Uh, I, I mean, know. having a kid like you, it'd be easy to fall into like a routine of um, like eating what's convenient and yeah. like skipping a gym day or if you're too tired at night to you know to go skate like it'd be really easy to kind of get in that rut you could say so you have to again like um be motivated you know and kind of just still still go after it and it kind of goes back to being i don't know just being the best person you could be totally so it's most 
it's the most difficult thing I've done ever in my life is is to raise a kid, but it's also like the most amazing thing as well. It's the most challenging. Wow. But you can't always be like this complacent person, you know, you always have to try to better yourself. No kidding. Mm-hmm. And you you made you made a person. Yeah. James. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty pretty unreal. When he, Good for you. When he came out, it's got to yeah. see him. Wow, that's that's insane. Like a person came out of your wife. A person came out of your wife. Well, it's wild. Like we'd always sit there, like when she was pregnant, and like be able to feel him kicking, you know, and like that was probably one of the most like amazing things. Is just like know he was in there, you know. Yeah, that's insane. When are you gonna start having kids? Got to be soon, huh? Yeah, I think um, a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what we all say? Like, yeah, I, I really that. want to. I said that for so years. long. Yeah, you know, few years. And the truth is, probably just whenever I get that bomb dropped on me. Yeah. Yeah, but I would. Yeah, I think I do really want to. I listen to people. Uh, I don't know if you heard the K Dirty podcast but he he had a kid and listening to you guys talk about it and uh yeah i would love to have a little man or a little girl like i love my cats to death yeah i love coming home and and seeing them and i could just like having a person would just be (laughs) that times like a million i wouldn't give a shit about my cats anymore yeah we got your uh, person at home we got your christmas card there so did you (laughs) (laughs) like what uh so getting back to the gym thing what types of workout workout do you do at the gym Uh, like a lot of core stuff and a lot of legs like i don't want i have this like fear of like like being injured where i can't skate anymore or something like career ending you know like uh like blowing your knee out or you know Anything well, they, like that. They have surgery for that now, dude. Don't worry. Oh, they do? Okay. Yeah, but, oh, but I guess you have to pay for it in America. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it costs it costs a lot down here. Yeah, you might want to avoid that. I don't know. I just I just want to be able to skate as long as possible and, and like I do this stuff to to help me more or less, you know, keep doing what I love. Yeah, and really it helps you do it and have more fun doing it. I mean the better shape you're in the more fun you're going to have skating, the the longer yeah. you can do it without getting tired and the yeah. higher you can jump and the more control you're going to have over your body. Like really skating is really as good as you want to make it. And yeah. if, you, if you put effort into just having a really, really fit, strong body, then skating is just going to be way funner for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a bank, James. You get out of it what you put into it. Yeah, Absolutely. So. And there's it a, does. I was gonna say, there's a lot of skaters too now that are kind of they're getting everyone's getting older and people are starting to take care of themselves more. Yeah, know? it's really cool to see. Yeah, I think if you're yeah if you're truly passionate about it, you're gonna you're gonna do what you can do to help you do it longer and help you do it better for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of people. It's another great thing about skating. It gives you that motivation to eat well and. Do squats. 
<laughs> Blast your pecs. I do squats too. What kind of squats do you do? Um, more lunges actually yep. than squats. But nice. squats is good. If you want to get a good workout, man, talk to Matthew. That guy. Oh, yeah. is... He's the coach, man. He's the coach. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He knows his shit. Yeah, I do a lot of I do like Hindu squats, and uh, which is just dropping down onto your toes, uh, no weight, just all body weight in high mm-hmm. reps. Yeah, and I do uh, like uh, rockets, which is the the Demetrius George uh, workout. Did, Did you, you see his like his workout video? Um, no, but I've talked to him about like him being healthy. We actually filmed it on the spot with him too. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, you did? That's amazing. Did. Yeah, we got that up here. Oh, that, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like, like watching that interview, he seemed like a really intelligent, really healthy, focused, tanned person. Nice yeah. white teeth. He looked like he has good hygiene. Yeah, no, Demetrius is um, like a, a real professional definitely in, in our industry and yeah we were we were actually blown away by when we did that interview like john and i sat down to edit it and like he had no breaks like usually people have these breaks where they say um or you know something like that and his was straight so it was so hard to edit wow. you know we had like over 30 minutes of just straight interview with him but yeah demetrius is yeah he was just here not too long ago um on a USD trip again, skating, and he's he's healthy. He's skating unreal. Like stuff he's capable of doing is is insane. You yeah, know, he, he can jump so high. Yeah, for sure. He's um, we're pretty pretty happy for him. He came off of a pretty pretty bad knee injury. Yeah, and, what happened to his knee? He he blew it yeah, out. He, yeah, he blew it out down in South America, and uh, what blowout can mean a lot of different things. Like, did he tear his ACL or? Yeah, yep. And then, Shiza. Yeah, he had like meniscus damage too, and yeah, he came back from that. His knee wasn't a hundred percent, but you know, people, if you're a professional, like you gotta produce, you know. Yeah, but man, those knee injuries—you gotta let them heal. I was off for a year. I couldn't skate for a year. Yeah. Especially if you have surgery. You gotta yeah. just give it time. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. These things can be good for us. Yeah, I guess time off kinda helps you kinda rethink things and come yeah. back come back stronger and more motivated. Just being forced into into different uh, situations, like being forced to sit around for a couple months, can be so painful for for people, but can be such a important thing for them. Like, yeah. all right, bitch, like you you're hyperactive, you like to go out and play. Now you can't. <laughs> so what are you gonna do? It's is that, good. Is that it's, what's going on in your head? <laughs> oh yeah. For me, when it happened to me, I was I was such a I was a blader, and that's it. I every day go skate, go skate, go outside, go play, go skate, and then all of a sudden I can't walk. Yeah. So now what are you gonna do? You know, mm-hmm. it's good. It forces people to kind of think about life in a different way. Like, okay, skating isn't all there is. Uh, what else can I do with my time? Yeah, that's. If you can't that's... find something, then you suffer. 
that's interesting. Get motivated. Um, talking about that, like what kind of like being a better person, like talking about like what, who would you be if you couldn't skate or if you weren't a skater or if yeah, you didn't yeah. have this or, you know, like at the core of your person, like strip away everything that you think is important to you. Yeah. yeah. What's left? What's left, right? It's a good question. Yeah. James, you're an awesome dude. Yeah, we better wrap this up, huh? Yeah, we uh we're almost we got lucky because usually over Skype I find that after about the hour mark it starts to get the quality starts to get shitty. But we had a really good connection and we were able to go the whole way through. Right on. And I'm really happy. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that you took time to do this with me, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and I'm gonna have to make my way up to AZ one of these one of these days. Well, actually, I might be coming to see you in June. Actually. Oh no! Really? What for? Uh, probably going to Whistler for nice. a few days. Yeah. Yeah, you guys should definitely take uh, take time and stay with Carly and I for for a couple days. Yeah, I'll let you know exactly, but it'd be amazing to to see both of you guys. Yeah. Again, what not see your cats and your new oh, place. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. Well, good luck with everything, and uh, keep keep it real. Keep pumping out the awesome ninety second edits and all the good shit that you're doing for blading. Yeah. Stay stay core. Stay I core. know you will. Don't let. Don't let those sleazy corporations <laughs> dilute what you want to do. Yeah, man. Our like a new thing is like just strictly rollerblading. You know, that's, that's right. What we do. Yeah. Awesome, James. All right, Todd. Well, it's good talking to you, buddy. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you again soon. For sure, brother. All right. All right. Peace. Yeah.